0: Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles Podcast, a show dedicated to the crazy world of mixed martial arts. Join your hosts,
1: Laurel, Ty, and Jordan, as they break down all the latest and biggest news and bouts. This is the one podcast that will never let the fight go to the judges.
0: Live from your favorite podcast listening device, it's Obviously not right now, but hey, FKTC crew, we are back with another episode of the Front Kicks and Throat Kettles podcast. It's Laurel, it's Ty, and it's Jordan. This episode is brought to you by Paris, France. Since MMA was legal in the country, there have been some solid fights, at least if I do say so myself.
2: That was like a top five crowd for this year. Mm -hmm. Really good.
0: Oh, yeah. Good fights. Very good fights. Um, Let me see. So, I mean, we are an MMA podcast, but we are all, but all three of us are deeply into football. And if you follow any of us, you will know that it is Las Vegas Raiders week, and we all we never like the Raiders. Fuck them. (laughs) We hate them exactly. (laughs) There you go. Um. Especially with, um, so I I created a new nickname for uh, Josh McDaniels.
1: Oh boy,
0: <laughs> his name is McDick. Oh, yeah. that's a that's a classic one. That's classic. Yeah, I'll say call him McHoodie, McDummy, and like no, nah, dude, like he's McDick. Mm. That's all, like. I saw like all that has gone on with that organization since he joined the team, and oh my gosh, if they the Raiders fans better hope that he gets fired by the end of the season.
1: Crazy, they have weird culture there.
0: Oh yeah. Yes, like Jordan said. Like Jordan said, about oh yeah, yeah, I mean I'll, yeah, always yeah. said uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. Fuck the Raiders! I just I hate. <laughs> Yes, I was. Like, I was actually doing something for the Broncos as of right now I was answering one of my guys for the Broncos. So it was oh, got got that was a good. great coincidence. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, now that we're focusing on now that that's out of the way, now you know what's going on in our lives. Yeah, hand movements, and yes, Laura, I agree with you. It is hot, warm. Well,
1: it's warm in uh,
0: house. <laughs> yeah, uh, but speaking of Paris, how are we grading UFC Paris? That hmm. sounded weird. Hmm. Or UFC Fight Night Paris, we'll go with that. Hmm.
2: Just because the crowd was so good, I'll give it a B plus.
0: Okay. Um, I'm actually gonna go just a slight above and say A minus. Oh.
1: I got a B.
2: And Laurel. you, Laurel's probably going to give it an F. To be honest.
1: <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. It was it was a good card. Good yeah, card. Boy. Nothing spectacular.
2: If it was at the apex, it would have sucked.
1: Well, yeah. if it was the at the apex, it would have been a D plus card.
2: <laughs> there you go. That's that's
0: the the I know.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: Yeah, so when we did this podcast last week, we thought that there was gonna be five fights on the main card, but I guess they did add the Morgan Cherie versus Men Menolo Zeke. I, I, I'm not even gonna try it honestly. Um, I wrote down no pick was here here, but I just want to point it out because Morgan Cherie had not one but two liver crypt- two liver kicks that crippled manolo to the ground basically instantly
2: brutal those were uh, like a few it was personal like those yeah. kicks were personal
0: oh yeah and it didn't take them long to do it either yeah
1: that had to have sounded really loud in the in the octagon sounded loud when i
0: could hear it on my tv
2: i mean i vividly remember stephen thompson beating the piss out of kevin holland and hearing those kicks in the arena and i am still i have ptsd from that
0: yeah oh my gosh (laughs) yeah yeah head kicks are no or not head kicks any leg kicks are like no joke no joke like i think I, i will not not die on the hill, but I will firmly believe that any kind of kick that hits the body or the head must be like the loudest kind of hit in all of X martial arts.
1: It's a flap for sure.
0: Yeah. It is. Man, yeah. Um yeah, because you have like liver kicks which can damage you, and then just head kicks alone. Like I can remember the Valentina Shevchenko Jessica, I head kick, that was like like you could hear that. Or like, how about that when you all
2: know? Romero ate from uh from what was it Robert Whitaker or Apollo? Coles yeah,
0: mm-hmm. mm. Oof, that was that was brutal. And he just ate it like it was nothing. Yeah, like like how are you still standing from that?
2: Cuba, Cuban people,
0: <laughs> solid heads. Solid heads. That oh, and yeah. the
1: Polish, Polish, the Polish <laughs> have hard heads as well.
0: Oh yeah, yeah but- that that would explain a lot with uh the Ioana fight against Zhang Lee their first time up. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah,
1: that is true. <laughs>
0: um, so we had Morgan beating Manil via liver kicks. Um, so the first one we did make a pick on, um, William Gomes defeated Giannis. I'm gonna try this best I can. Guy Mahori? Sounds a lot off. Close, yeah. Um this one ended in a very strange body kick that some people said was a groin shot. Some said that was like right on the stomach. And it was just its overall just a very weird stoppage.
2: A lot of uh, body and the uh, liver, you know, a lot of like belt line finishes at, yeah. at UFC Paris. It was like, kind of weird. But I mean, I think, did we all three pick Gomez to win that fight?
0: Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Oh actually, so- actually, I can find out. Hold on. Uh,
1: Wait, we didn't we didn't count it because it wasn't on the main card.
0: Oh, it was no, not. We, no, uh, we I we didn't count the Morgan fight because it initially wasn't on the main card, but it got added on. But wow. we did oh, count that we did we did count the Gomez fight. And I do have written down that we all three picked Gomez. Yep,
1: yep. Sorry. Sorry.
2: Yes, yeah. yeah, so, I mean we kind of expected it. Know. Yeah, so we kind of expected, like, for it to, you know, go the way it did.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember much of it, because it was just, like, a time where I was just kind of, like, doing something. But, yeah, just the faint memory of the strange body kick, because everyone was talking about it. Like, oh, no, that was a groin shot. And, like, Well, when you really look at it, like, he hit him, like, in that belt area, but no, no part of his foot hit his groin. Yeah, weird. But I think the weirdest part was that he like turned away thinking like, oh, like the refs gonna like give me time. Um, but the ref said like keep going, keep going, and because um Giannis just turned away and walked away, they he ruled it over. So maybe definitely... it was
1: maybe it was the positioning it nicked the tip the tip. Oh,
0: there <laughs> you go. <laughs> yeah, it could have <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say laurel
1: <laughs> i just like to watch jordan blush that's all
2: i mean just i, I knew it was gonna be coming i mean it's one the, <laughs> Someone was gonna mention it i mean it was beltline so i mean you, you never know you really never know
0: that's yeah yeah you never know i'm gonna keep it at that um our next one, Vulcan Ozdemir, no time, turned back time and got a submission like within 4 minutes of that fight. I think we all well, no, we didn't all pick. No. Oh no. You're- I I picked Ozdemir. Nice. I didn't even realize I picked him. Um Yeah, he just turned back the clock. Like he was on a losing streak and just I honestly was kind of skeptical picking him because of I I saw Bogdan Guskov, I think sometime either before or after we were done recording the podcast, like, oh, I don't feel like confident about this pick. Um, But Vulcan got it done. I was kind of surprised.
2: Yeah, I was just surprised at how fast he got it done. Usually he's like a slow starter, at least in my opinion. And Mm -hmm. uh, he kind of just went after it. Like he was trying to prove a point.
0: Yeah. I don't mind you don't mind
1: nope good good
0: good fight yeah i know there was one fight he had that he like not he knocked out um oh what's his name jimmy manawa and like less than a minute but so like i know he has the capability of like getting a quick finish but it's yeah. uh, but most of the time he is, is like it takes him a while to get started yeah so which is kind of surprising like he like he really did turn back the clock and go back to like what was it what year was that what 2016 2017 it was demir
2: oh wow i was gonna say 2019
0: oh yeah it might, it might have been 2019 yeah i just have to remember the yeah i think the a fight happened it was either 20 i'm not gonna look real quick i'm not gonna look um yeah it happened not too long before he fought dc and yeah he did he looked like he looked like a mortal against dc
2: yeah, DC would do that to you.
0: Yep. Um. Actually, no. You might have been right because I think the super fight between Miocic and Cormier was later on that year. I think that was twenty. I think that was twenty eighteen, or maybe it was twenty eighteen.
2: Somewhere around that.
0: Somewhere around that. Um. But he turned back the clock. All's good. Um. Trying to see. Oh. Jordan, you actually got a plus one on Laurel for this next one. Benoit Saint-Denis defeating Tiago Moises.
2: Well, I mean, this was uh, one of the plus ones I was looking forward to because uh, I had the hometown kid and uh, got it done, second-round finish, even though I don't like picking against an American top-team guy. But Mm -hmm. I had to go. I got a plus one because I need to start coming back in these standings, so
0: I had to be done. Laurel is not phased whatsoever.
1: No, nope, because I got a plus one in the next one. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. She did. <laughs> uh, now I'm now I'm thinking about like, oh yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah, I just remembered. Fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's right. She, she went against uh, one of her girls. I forgot. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It hurt um, me. Man, no, it didn't. <laughs> obviously, you're too happy over it. It hurt me. It hurt me. Um,
0: but actually, I before, thought- we, obviously before we talk about that fight, do we believe that Benoit Saint-Denis could be a future maybe top 10 contender? Top 10? I
2: think he'd be a top 10 contender. I think it will be a little bit harder for him to be like a title contender or a top five contender, but top 10, I think he can. He has the capability to do it.
0: Yeah, I don't want to put him in the title contender status yet until I see him fight higher competition. Yeah. yeah, he'll
1: float around in that bottom tier 8, 9, 10, but I don't know if he'll rise above that.
0: Yeah.
2: Unless he gets the right, right matchmaking.
0: Yeah. yeah. So remember, if you're listening, remember this moment, and we'll find out where he is in the next two to three years. Yeah. Um. But yes, we will now talk about the coming events in which Manon Farrow defeated Rose Namajunas. Laurel gets her plus one. I <laughs> With mean,
1: sadness.
2: I I didn't care much about the result. I cared about her acting like if she was the 125 champ and calling out people she was not supposed to be calling out. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um. There's just no <laughs> way you beat a strawweight fighter moving up and then you get to call the shots. Like if right. you're like the king and I mean, relax there. You'd be <laughs> a good opponent. But I mean, it was a noticeable difference in the octagon. At least in my opinion. Yeah. And didn't fight a real 125 type fighter so Mm -hmm. before you start calling out Aaron blanchfield you might get your (laughs) ass whooped if you start running your mouth like that i'm just saying
1: just just call her out so we can watch aaron blanchfield whoop her ass
2: (laughs) or that too i mean
1: well yeah
2: she 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 just was talking real reckless after the fight and i was very surprised
0: well in a sense she in it, well, she called for a title shot, but she also mentioned I'm gonna pull it up real quick actually now that I'm thinking about it. Um,
2: I don't even think she would be next in line for the title shot.
0: No, I don't think I honestly don't think so either. Um, don't see it. So, okay, so this is this is what the MMA Junkie article says Man and Pharrell willing to take, I put in quote, easy fight with Aaron Blanchfield.
1: <laughs> we should. We should root for it to happen, then.
0: I mean, depending on what happens with next Saturday's card at Noche UFC, it could happen. Mm. Um, I'm going to read this a little. So, yeah, we know that. Um, For a call for a title shot for a fight, if the UFC officer Aaron Blanchfield next, she'd take it and doesn't expect to have any issues against the fellow surging contender. To me, I clearly deserve this title shot. I don't see why I'd fight Aaron, but if I have to and I don't have a choice, for sure, it's going to be an easy fight for me. First off, Manafero is more of a point fighter. And she's going to, like, if she tries to do anything, because Blanchfield can submit you, she can knock you out. She can knock you out, right? Yeah. She can knock her. Um, So I wouldn't even, like... I would, this is where I would say, be careful what you wish for.
2: And for all the idiots that said, oh yeah, but Blanchfield fought Jessica Andrade and she was a 115 fighter too. Well, the difference is she finished her like in brutal fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Faroe was nearly went to a decision with Rose who was coming off a poor fight beforehand too. So
0: yep.
2: it wasn't like it was like the best version of Rose.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So for all those people out there, I mean, just shut up.
0: And I think uh, Faroe's best win in the UFC comes against Caitlin Chugagian, who was a former title challenger, but Chugagian herself is a point fighter, and so that went to decision. And especially if you look at what other fighters have done, I think, so Valentina and Jessica Andrade, who both have either held or were current champions... Um, were able to finish Caitlyn Gagian, but you weren't able to finish Caitlyn Gagian. Make yeah. it make sense?
2: Yeah, I I mean I just didn't take anything she said serious. So
0: I will say if Grosso does win next Saturday, I would definitely do Grosso versus Blanchfield without question. Yeah. Um, and then have have Ferro fights. Have have Ferro fight Jessica Andrade and see how she. Like, see, if, see, let's see if then if she's ready.
2: I mean, or, I don't or, think that or, would be an easy fight for her.
0: Either that or have, well, she's coming off a loss. I'd say have, um, Faro fight Talia Santos, but that might not happen because she is coming off of loss.
2: No, I, I'd say you still do that if I'm being honest.
0: Yeah. Let's find out. Let's see how, because Ta- Santos brought Shevchenko to a split decision. If you can get your way past Santos and in somewhat solid fashion, then you can get the title shot.
2: He's going to have to face somebody coming off a loss because her next fight should either be Talia Santos or the loser of Shevchenko and Grasso. Right. Oh,
0: yeah. That's true, too. So, I
2: right. think besides that, I think she should be fighting someone against a loss no matter what. Yeah. And if she views that as a negative, that's on her. But at this point, those are the top girls right now in that division. So you just have to deal with it.
0: Yep. Oh yeah. Look at look at this awesome constructive debate here. In a sense. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have our main events. And I mean, the gun that fought Jones did not look good. The gone that fought Spivak man <laughs> looked really good. Dominant, Dom, yeah, dominant good
1: difference in competition, though.
2: Uh, that's true. I was gonna say that it's that's just a testament of how good John Jones is. I have your way.
0: Yep, <Yeah. laughs> yep. Um, like some interesting numbers for that is that Sarah gone, I think, like through 109, 110 significant strikes, Sergei Speedback only through 11. <laughs> whoops that's brutal (laughs) which is low for him for spivak yeah that's very low for him it's
1: pretty it's really low for him actually
0: what for gone or for spivak for spivak okay yeah i was gonna say yeah that seems that does seem low for him yeah let's see okay so here we go so we have 100 he had 110 total strikes so gone 109 of them significant target spivak only 11 strikes All of them were significant, but the fact that he got outlanded by almost 100 more strikes is crazy. Yeah.
2: As much as I do want to take away from Sargon coming back and winning, I can just Mm -hmm. only think about how good John Jones is.
0: (laughs) That's true. We'll find out how – sorry, go ahead.
2: I'm like, I'm afraid for Stipe in
0: November. I mean, Stipe hasn't fought in, what, three, four years? Three, yeah, uh three and a half it'll be three and a half years in November. Yeah, three and a half, I
2: mean
1: <laughs> it's a ridiculous crazy matchup anyway. Ridiculous.
2: I mean mm-hmm. Syragon was coming off active fights when he fought Jones and he was like he's like the more athletic version. We thought God had a, at least a somewhat of a chance. I mean, I I don't know about Stipe. And I love Stipe, but geez.
0: My bad, it's a two and a half year absence.
2: Two and a half, man.
0: Still, seems yeah.
2: Seems like it's four or five.
0: Yeah, right, but it, it, it's pretty much because he's only been fighting like once a year.
2: Yeah. I mean his last fight was against DC, no?
0: Uh Stipe's last fight was against Naganu.
2: Oh, that's right. Nganu, Nganu, Naganu, Nagano.
0: <laughs> yeah, so if you look at who Mio- Miotrich's last five fights, Francis Naganu, Daniel Cormier, Daniel Cormier, Daniel Cormier, Francis Naganu.
2: So nobody that's in the UFC.
0: Pretty much, yeah. His last fight, either, fights, no one. Either
2: retired or in the PFL. Let
0: me see. And did you did, come did. back
1: and you fight John Jones? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> that, must be, he, he, that, that must be a pit, big payout because there's no way. I, I hope
2: it is. I really hope it is. Yeah, yeah,
1: there's no way I would choose that as for my first match back in two two and a half years.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> well. I'm looking at um, Stipe's stats or his last few fights. The last fighter he fought that I think is still active in the UFC is Andre Arlovski, and that was back in oh my God. January of 2016. <laughs> After that, he fought Fabricio Verdum, who's out. Al Silverim, who has uh, pseudo-retired, something like that. They're saying he has or hasn't. Um, Junior Dos Santos, who has retired, and then the Nganu, three, Nganu twice and DC three times.
2: I hope he's getting paid.
0: Yeah, he better be getting paid. Um, I don't think... Yeah, we did talk a little bit. So, I think that's all we have for UFC Paris, so relatively short rundown, except for our constructive debate on Perot versus Blanchfield, all that stuff. Um, but we do have a pay-per-view UFC 293 coming up. And so as with every pay-per-view question, as with every pay-per-view episode, what are some, what is a fighter you, everyone's watching (laughs) or what are some fights? You're like,
1: Oh, Oh,
0: I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Sorry. I forgot. It's okay. Do you want to know how much you're leading by? I just want to know the numbers. I, I am a
1: 7959. Uh Jordan is 7860. And Ty mm. is 8158.
2: I mean, I am a game back. I'm a game and a half, maybe two games back. Yep. That's <laughs> scary hours for you guys, just letting you yep. know that.
0: I think it's like what a three three game di- no three, four game difference between us.
2: Three, four, Ty, five. Better difference. watch out. You better watch out, Ty. I might just be picking every different one for you this weekend. Just to come back on <laughs> one weekend.
0: Okay. <laughs> All yeah. right. So I'll have to, I'll have to remember that. All right, but sorry, I did not mean to forget that. I don't know what made me slip on that. Um. So UFC two ninety three. So this it's getting tight, and we still have. A thousand,
1: thousand more fights to go.
0: Thousand Thousand more fights to go. I think it's like I think there's four pay per view fights left, or four pay per view cards left. Really? Yeah. Um, Yeah. This this one, and then October, November, December. Um. Mm -hmm. So actually, this weekend we'll start the first of two straight cards that are going to have title fights on them. Um. Mm -hmm. But, sorry. UFC 293 is on pay per view. So, what is a fighter that we're keeping an eye on, or what's a fight that we're keeping an eye on?
2: Uh, I mean, I guess I would uh, chime in first and I will say, I'm, to be honest, I think whenever he's on a card, I will always say his name, Carlos Olberg. Mm-hmm. I think he's a big favorite going into this fight as well. And uh, he should, uh, like to have another dominant performance uh, in his hometown.
0: Yep. He. I'll see who he's fighting. Because I was gonna say one name, but I was like, no, that doesn't sound right. Oops, that's not what I meant to do. He. He's
2: fighting Da Woon Jung.
0: That's right. Yeah. And that's actually the featured prelim. Yeah. So, all the ladies will get to swoon over him. What? And not, and not have no. to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Laurel.
1: that doesn't happen uh let's see i am i'm probably most interested in the Tuivasa volkov fight mm.
0: okay. if i'm
1: being honest okay mm-hmm. okay i mean i this card is kind of eh, a little little challenging for me as far as watchability but yeah. I want to see Shui get kicked in by Volkov so. But yes. you know my you know my Israel Adesanya fascination is still there but and I'd like to see Sean Strickland get his butt beat. But <laughs> I'm most interested in the vasa Volkov fight.
0: Yeah, that one will be very interesting because I mean it's not sizable, but Boss is not not a heavy underdog, but it's very significant. Um My fight is it's gonna be very I decided to go deep, deep, deep into this card. Um the f- and it's a fighter I'm gonna be keeping an eye on. Um his name is Kevin Jusset.
2: Mm. I like that pick.
0: Um, he is eight and two in the May. Um, he's only he's lost one by knockout, one by so his his stats are very interesting because he's won four fights by knockout TKO and four fights for decision. His two losses, one by knockout TKO and one by decision. One of his one of his two losses actually comes against Jack Della Madalena, and that was the only one that he suffered a knockout loss in. Interesting.
2: This is the kid uh, from France, right? He's making his debut. Yeah. Opening up the card.
0: Yep, he's opening up the card. <laughs> against like uh, against Kiefer Crosby, which okay, so Laurel, you'll probably get a kick out of this. I need to pull it up real quick. So Kiefer Crosby's. Oh my god! This is this was like the most ridiculous thing I saw today. Uh, let's see if I can pull it up real quick.
2: I do like that pick though. He 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 has a he can have a future in the UFC.
0: Oh yeah. Are you ready, Laurel? Yes. Kiefer Cross, the guy he's going against, Kiefer Crosby. His nickname. Big Daddy.
1: Oh God.
2: Forget that. That's a
0: W nickname. when i saw that i was like i thought of the movie right away i'm like oh my goodness yeah.
1: interesting
2: um i wonder if he's a uh, part of uh connor's camp he's from um Irish.
0: i think he is actually hold on yikes uh... that explains a lot I just saw it he he was in the notorious Connor mcgregor movie that was on um but it doesn't say anything.
2: So, yeah, if he was in that movie, that means he was he oh. was in a the stamp. They there you go. Them. Conor McGregor,
0: 20000 gift to teammate Kiefer Crosby ahead of UFC debut.
2: Look, look at that. Oh, he pays for first class flight ahead of debut. Yep. Oh, nope. that that's going to be interesting.
0: Oh, yeah. So, we got a, the Conor, the Ireland versus France, um, I believe. And there was actually a question. I heard a question about how big of a crowd it would be between Ireland and um France. So um but I'm gonna pull up Kevin real quick before we continue on, just because his stats are very interesting. He doesn't have a date name, sadly enough, but because there's no picture on my phone, figure like I'd pull that up. Um he's on he's part of City Kickboxing, which so that means he's teammates of Israel Adesanya, yeah, um, Alexander <laughs> Alexander Volkanovski, excuse me. Um, Kaikar France. So basically you can sense it's like a bow between Connor's team versus Izzy's team.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but I'm actually looking forward to him because from what I've saw, he actually looks really good. But I think either way, this fight will be interesting because of the names that are connected for both of them. I agree. Um I said something. Nope, that's it. Um, all right, so with that said, let's get into our UFC 293 picks. Um, our first one is between Tyson Pedro and Anton Turkelage. Um Excuse me. This one was this one was tough. I feel like I think this is like the only one that was virtually a them if I'm not mistaken. Um let's double check to make sure.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's like
0: virtually a pick'em. So I feel like you can go either way with it. Um Tercolage looked really good. Um I think it was his last fight, looks really good in. But I may be wrong. I'm just gonna double check just to make sure I don't goof up. Um oh no, he's on a two-fight losing streak. My right, bad. I think I was thinking of another fight he. Was... Oh wow. Oh no, I do remember watching that fight. So um oh, so now that I looked at that. Okay, so that might make this a little bit easier. Um because he's but with the pick, um, I usually go with like the fighter that's at least close to their hometown or whatnot. So, and Tyson Pedro normally looks really good in a fight, Like it's really rare to see him look bad. So, I'm gonna go Tyson Pedro in this fight.
2: Man, I'm still flip flopping because I like the kid from Sweden because I remember him fighting in the Danny Weckett tennis series. Mm-hmm. And then for his debut, they gave him Jolatin Almeida because they thought so highly of this kid. Yep. And of course, Almeida does what he did, but I also like Taysom Pedro so much. Uh, I'm still I'm literally still debating right now. Laura, you can go.
1: <laughs> um, I could kind have of swore that you would pick uh, Trigalaj because he often starts his fights with a flying knee. Hmm. <laughs> Sworn. I feel. Uh, pretty good about um, Tyson Pedro winning this match and then I don't Um, I think that yeah I think it's a pick I think I'll just go with Tyson Pedro
2: yeah he does have that home crowd in his favor that's the thing that gets me yeah all right, I'll go. I'll go. T- uh no, I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm going to
0: Turkelaj. You're going Turkelaj?
2: Yeah, I have to.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm. I'm fully prepared though to get on minus one.
0: <laughs> well, big risk here. Yeah. It's really a toss up, really. It it really is. Like even he I even he is a trouble. good
2: fighter. They gave him Johnson Amada for a reason. It's just he has to win a fight. He, ha- he he he's soon to win a fight. I think this could be the one.
0: Yeah. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, now that I saw his record, like, I feel like this could, like, so Pedro will have the home crowd behind him, but Turkelaj, you think if he maybe loses one more fight, he may not be in the UFC because he right now is on a two fight losing streak.
2: Just hoping this could be the fight.
0: Yeah. But we shall see. Um, so our next fight is between Justin Taffa and Austin Lane, the rematch. Um,
2: this one's easy for me. I'm going Tafa.
0: Yeah, I'm going mm-hmm. Tafa too. Yeah,
2: this is the one I can get behind with the home with the hometown kid.
0: Oh yeah, and especially with how he fin- how he like his finishes are just wow. Uh, I think that
1: when he fights, he has a lot of patience, and so it gives him the ability to wait for the right strike. Mm -hmm. Um, My only question with him is whether or not he can handle Austin Lane's jujitsu. That's true. Which he's, Top is pretty good at um, defending against the takedown. So as long as Austin Lane doesn't get him on the ground, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. But there's some significant, um, Significant height and reach advantages for yeah. Austin Lane. Yeah, that could prove interesting.
0: Yeah, I was actually looking at that, and it made me think like, hmm, like, do I want to go Lane just because of the reach and the height? But I feel, like, I feel like Tyson Pedro has fought an opponent, or sorry, Justin Taffa has fought opponents that have outsized him but he was able to get the job done
2: he'll so, dog it out in front of his people
0: yeah yeah i feel like i feel like um fighters from australia do really well especially if it comes to the sydney new new zealand cards yeah or sydney melbourne australia cards mm-hmm.
2: um i mean look at Volk. he beat islam but he got cheated
0: <laughs> yeah that's a big time debate, which I probably would side with you honestly. I'm I thought I, I thought it was at least a draw. I'm just saying. Uh but our next fight is between Man Manel Cape versus Felipe dos Santos. Let let me begin by saying I just hope that nothing happens that forces this fight to be cancelled because Cape has had to deal with opponent change after opponent change for it feels like Three to four months now.
2: Yeah, I think which he's why the big why for a reason.
1: Yeah, which is why they're flo- throwing Felipe to the the wolves.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. My yeah. oh, God, point. good point.
1: Your debut is going to be against Manuel Cape,
0: and you're risking your undefeated record against. Oh.
2: Cate. And he's a minus four hundred favorite.
0: Yet too. I yet.
2: just feel
1: terrible for the guy. Mm-hmm. Yikes.
2: So Laurel's picking the debut Felipe dos Santos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Come on. <laughs> Come on.
2: Risk That's it.
0: What? Risk it. Risk. <laughs> so I'm guessing all three of us are going with Cape? Yeah. Yeah. I write that down. So all three Cape. All right, so now we have reached our co main event, which Laurel was the one that you were referencing. Uh-huh. Uh, Tai versus Alexander Volkov. Um, well, since, since you brought it up first, Laurel, why don't you go first? Well, um,
1: first of all, let me say I like this matchup for both fighters. Um, I think that. Tuivasa is a high-energy guy, which Volkov hasn't really shown me that uh, with all of his fights, but I think Volkov, with his long legs, long arms, his ability to really nail those those front kicks and straight punches, which is going to keep Tuivasa at distance, and I just think Volkov will somehow magically outstrike him, even though he's not the busier fighter
2: interesting, interesting. <laughs> you can go Ty
0: alright um, I was getting get out of the way everyone knows well not everyone Laurel especially knows my love of Ty to Ibasa especially what happened one fateful weekend when he knocked out Greg Hardy y- you, know, you know what happened Laurel yes
1: yes <laughs> yes
0: yeah, Laurel, Laurel did not love that part of it. <laughs> it did not. It was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I, I love Tai Tuivasa, but uh, he's like, height, reach, everything is just so up against him. I will say I will be very, 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 very excited if he gets the win, but I am going to go Alvin and Volklop in this fight. Mm.
2: <laughs> me tattooed Vasa. This is perfect for me. Give <laughs> me Tui. I think that Gon fight really impressed me, even though he lost, because he was dealing against a more athletic fighter and Gon and a longer fighter, and I think he learned a lot from that fight, and he'll put all the things he learned into this fight, and uh, I think he'll even knock out Volkov. Interesting.
0: two. All right. Well, I will gladly take that minus one from Jordan if that happens.
2: It's like another pl- Well, plus one on both, and then plus one on the.
0: Oh? No, yes. Wait. Yeah. So no, you, no. Right now, right now, right now, you everything plus goes. Two on me. Yeah, you get plus two potentially. All right, there you go. But I feel nice. like you would be more well. Actually, now you think about it, like one you picked was like a straight pickum, and one it's like, ooh, like we're not too sure. So like, like we might yeah, even let get
2: me some get time. a let me get like a really good chewy after the knockout too. Like, t- ten shoes just <laughs> everywhere.
0: <laughs> Laurel hates the shoey
1: <laughs> I just I'm so disgusted right now with this conversation.
2: I might do a shoey, and send it into the chat. How about that? If you shoey. no, win, do a Shoei no Shoei.
0: if you do it, if you if Tuwasa t- 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 wins, I, I invoke the powers that you can do it. I'll See? do a shui. I will. <laughs> that that will be your, that'll be the shining moment right there. Yep. Laurel's disgusted. So I guess we'll move on to our main event now. I'm not um, even going to
1: say anything. I'm so have- disgusted.
0: Israel Adesanya versus Sean Strickland how did I mean we know how this fight came to be but
1: I hope Izzy beats that ass
2: (laughs) of course Laurel just taking it to the next level
0: (laughs) oh yeah
1: that's what pops in my mind when I see Sean Strickland's face
2: i i got i got out of sanya for obvious reasons mm-hmm. but i will be a hunt like i'd be more than surprised if strickland wins but i think i'll be on the minority side of <laughs> i will be here for it if strickland wins because i want to hear what he would have to say that guy just oh, God. he would say anything and i would just want to know what would ramble out of his mouth if he wins like just the uncertainty about all of it would just it it fascinates me, but it's not gonna happen because Arasanya would just I mean I just think it's he's like in one class and then Strickland's like in another class. Nah. So, I mean I think he's gonna win is gonna win regardless.
0: I will say that if I <clears throat> excuse me, if I watch this fight Saturday night. And I see that belt wrapped around Sean Strickland's waist. I will bleep. Well, I I will be like that close to bleach my eyes out.
2: Between the press conference that we had coming up, to tomorrow, if tomorrow. he wins and he's on the microphone, I mean there there will be a lot of things that will be said. And listen, I'll be here for it just to listen to see what he has to say because who knows what he will say? I mean, it is a he is a wild card. Yeah. Almost as wild as Colby Covington. No, mm. uh, I mean, I think Colby takes it to a whole another. I mean, I remember that, that pressure that Colby had with Usman talking about his father was a different. Yeah. But uh, but no, I mean, yeah, it'd it, it just be crazy. Yeah. But I don't think that gets done anyway. I think he's going to outclass him.
0: Yeah. How about you, Laurel? Or did you make a pick and I just didn't hear yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Plus three? <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i'm picking izzy too oh i
2: thought i was gonna get a plus three on low (laughs)
0: like i think (sighs) although one thing i will be keeping an eye on um so there's actually no actually there's a couple things so one um did you guys see what israel adesanya is gonna wear for his fight kit
2: yeah he's wearing the red shorts yep okay he's from china
0: (laughs) which is like the most ridiculous thing ever but like okay See, like that,
2: those are the things i was like i was like i wouldn't mind hearing because he like i don't know how that came up about
0: i don't then, know either
2: like <laughs> i don't know like, he's just he's wild i don't know how that comes up
0: i really think that izzy kind of has his little moments as well so. oh yeah no, yeah i mean i would
2: be the first one to tell you that i would i mean i still like izzy right now but what like Three years ago, four years ago, when I wasn't a writer, I was just strictly a fan. I was like really big on Izzy, and Mm -hmm. then as soon as like I developed to like actually like you know know the sport and become like a writer and kind of know more about it, it's Izzy has said some you know some things or whatever. It's just been very questionable with him, but still, still a fan. But I really don't put much into what anybody says, but still, I mean, (laughs) that the press conference says what's on
1: his mind.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. He doesn't the, press give a... the press conference Thursday is going to be uh yeah probably yeah. one of the highest viewed press conferences in a while, if I'm being honest.
0: <laughs> what time is that press conference on?
2: Pretty sure it's like at 6 or 7.
0: Okay, I should it. be around
2: that time, but it's, it's yeah. Australian time, so I don't know.
0: I want to find out right now. Give me one second while I'm...
2: Yeah, because I, I, I do want to tune in live for that. I, I just want to see <laughs> the spectacle that happens there.
0: Let's see oh here we go um that's not it wait sorry i didn't mean to go wait is it on
2: it is live they go live in six hours so uh oh my gosh at four in the morning
0: four in the morning so i'll be waking
2: up i'll be waking up to (laughs) to it yeah,
0: watch. yeah I'll, I'll i'll set my alarm so i'm like all right i'll wake up and get ready for work and just watch this thing and see what happens oh
2: geez i can't wait to listen to it on the way to school
1: i'm gonna <laughs> watch the replay of the press conference because sleeping is important
2: to me yeah no me too don't get it twisted i'll be yeah. watching <laughs> too. i'm not waking up to watch that live oh um, oh
0: oh oh. okay oh yeah, okay the Okay, I thought I you thought said that you were, you were gonna. Yeah, I, no, I thought it was like
2: too. a real American standard time. I would watch it, but I mean, I'm yeah. not waking up at four in the morning to see these two guys scream at each other.
0: <laughs> oh, I think I wake up at like five thirty, so I'll just like it'll probably be over by then. I'll just wake up and like turn TV on, like all right, getting ready for work, just watch it and just see if anything entertaining happens. So,
2: oh, there would be a lot of things entertained, no matter what. Oh yeah, that's I I'm- got a minus ten thousand odds. <laughs>
0: Wow. Wasn't there like an um uh, and this this is very cringy to say, but isn't there wasn't there like odds or something that if Izzy will try to get Sean Strickland to say a certain word?
2: Yeah. And I I mean, hey, I, I think I bet the yes. Oh god. I think I'd bet the yes.
0: <laughs> that would be ridiculous. So. And that that'd be like oh gosh, that would just be that'd be cringier than the Justice DuPlessis Izzy. Interaction that'd be just so much more cringier than that.
2: We'll, we'll see. So Nothing's cringier
0: had, than all, chewy. Three us, all three of us had Izzy. All three yeah. of us have Izzy, yep. Right. Um, oh, that was another thing I wanted to say. Um, I would be really supr- I'd be really surprised because he has been talking about it a little bit, that Israel Al-Sani wants to try to submit Sean Strickland. I wouldn't oh, mind that. I would like yeah. to see that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it at all. Do it. Which would be entertainment. Although, and then Israel also says that he is go- like Sean Strickland says something along the lines of like, oh, I'm going to be like so embarrassed if I get knocked out with the guy who paints his nails. And Izzy's like, you know what, dude, I'm going to paint my nails and knock you out and just see what happens. And <laughs> so, like, keep an eye on that in the fights. If his nails are painted, he- he's going for the knockout. Let's see. But that does cover UFC two ninety three. We do have one little bit of main news. Um, but there were some fight announcements. um. There's one fight announcement I'm, I know for sure was made um today. Um, I'm just gonna pull it up real quick. So I want hold out. off on
2: the other one, Ty. I I, I haven't heard back on. Uh, yeah,
0: the- I wasn't gonna mention that one because that one seems a little yeah. iffy to me. Um, I just completely messed up one second. So, oh, did I miss it? Oh, did I miss it? I missed it. Let me see. Oh, wait, I, I know where to go. My bad. So, there was one fight that was made official today. We have the main event for UFC Vegas. I think it's UFC Vegas 82. 82. Um, the main event is gonna be between Sodiq Yusuf versus Edson Barboza.
2: Hmm.
0: I would rather much have that than two heavyweights. (laughs) That's fair, that's fair. Um, that actually kind of softens the blow because I was looking at the, because this card is like the day before my birthday, and I'm like, oh gosh, this card does not look good so far. This one kind of like does make it a little bit better. Yeah, it does. Um, and there was, I'll say there was one that's announced, but want to wait until we get further confirmation before we officially announce it.
2: Um, what I can say is that uh Dana will be making like that YouTube announcement that he's been doing recently.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and he is gonna have one of those, and it'll be some big, big, big fights.
0: Yeah. Um. Let me see. So I don't even know the
2: fights to be honest. So I'm gonna have to tune in as well. I just know he's doing one. Okay. Because we're gearing up, we're gearing up
0: for it. So maybe some December pay-per-views announced.
2: I am. A, I, I think that's what it's going to be about.
0: Okay. Oh, can you we, know. What, go
2: ahead. We think
1: there's going to be this many pay-per-views next year.
2: I think mm-hmm. those stick around the thirteen mark.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so what we had this year, we had one in January, one in February, two in March, April, May, June, July, August. September, October, November. Yeah, so there's gonna be four there'll be fourteen pay per views this year. So yeah, I would really prefer if they stayed at thirteen. For um mostly for fans wallets sakes. If you can't if you don't want to get in trouble by stealing the pay per view.
2: I don't know who does that.
0: I know, right? How dare they? I know. They're terrible. (laughs) but um that's really the only fight that's been announced but we do have a little bit in may news and laurel will be happy to hear about it yes you ready yes so jordan you know that joe rogan does new international pay-per-views right
2: yeah i do yeah
0: so who are we gonna So normally I think what they've done is they've done Anakin DC and they usually put someone in either Dominic Cruz or I think they might have done Michael Bisping at one point. And then there's also Paul Felder. Mm -hmm. None of those three are going to be on this time. This weekend we are going to get the first lady to do a UFC pay-per-view event in the program's history. Yes, you heard it Right. Laura Senko is going to be on the broadcast this weekend.
1: Round of applause. I love her anyway.
2: Oh, yeah. She's always good on the Contender Series.
0: Oh, it's yeah. Fantastic. Oh. Yeah, so I'm she excited
1: ha- to listen.
0: Yeah. Actually, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to have to look and see how many times he's fought. I think every time so far this year that Laura Senko was on the pay-per-view... Uh, or not on the paper he was on like doing the color commentation was every time that Sean Strickland fought. Really? I'm I'm pretty sure that's right. I, that's I coincidence. Know, a coincidence. That's very big coincidence. Um I'm just gonna double Did check. Did he and... lose
1: every time?
0: He won his last fight, I know that. Yeah. Um, but but he lost the following fight. He lost the earlier fight. Right. Okay. Um I'm gonna pull up Sean Strickland's profile, which is really weird. Um. Oh, maybe she didn't do the can fight. Maybe I'm thinking something else. Here, let me say something real quick before I go. Um, but I'll read these stats real quick. So, on Monday night, it was announced that Laura Sanko will be color commentating the UFC 293 pay-per-view alongside John Annick and Daniel Cormier. Cormier, excuse me. It marks the first time there is a female color commentator for a UFC pay-per-view in the company's history. Of course, Laura Senko has been breaking barriers for the UFC for the past few years, like you've mentioned, uh, with the Contender Series. Um, and she actually did some color commentary for the Contender Series over the past maybe the last two or three seasons, or maybe the past two seasons. Yeah. Um, And so, and I know this year they had just started um, putting her on for color commentation for live UFC events. Um, I'm actually pulling it up real quick. Um, so her first color commentation uh was for UFC Fight Night 218, which was oh Derek Lewis versus uh Sergei Spivek. Mm-hmm. Or is it Sergei Spivak? I'm sorry. Yeah, Sergei Spivak, my bad. Um and I think she did the color commentation for um I think she did the color commentation for Cannoneer. No, no, sorry, I wasn't. It was Canadier. Oh, the Canadier and um Whitaker. Not Whitaker. It was Canier's last fight. Um, I can't remember who he fought. Was it Hermansen? No, Vittori. Vittori. That's right. I think she did call a for that fight too. But I might be wrong, so don't hold me to it. Um, but all I have to say is I hope I'm hoping that this is the beginning of more pay per views for Laura Okay.
1: Yeah, that'll be fun. That's a good first start or first uh kind of not trial run, but a first gig for her with with Daniel and that'll
0: be great. First big time gig. Huh? I'd say like first big time. Like this is like yeah. the big time now. Yeah. yeah. Um I think she's like normally done like Apex cards. Um mm-hmm. like I have to see now that's bothering me because I really want to know which commentator what commentations that she's done um but it's okay i can figure it out later um so let's i mean i think from what i understand her last two times she was on color commentation like there was a lot of like praise for her so
2: yeah no of course she's i think she's one of the best to do it so oh yeah she'll be even better with john annick too
0: Oh, yeah. That, that's, what I, that's what I'm looking forward to is her with John Anik, and I think she's, she's been with DC before, I believe, right? Yeah, she, on the uh, Contender Series. Did, uh, that's right.
1: She did UFC 293 international fight.
0: International fights. Oh, yeah. That would not be, be a bad idea. Have her commentate for all the international fights. That's not too bad, actually. Um, so send what?
2: from October to Abu Dhabi. Oliver versus Islam.
0: Yeah, like so. If she, yeah, she does really well. Oh, I'm. I have no doubt she'd do really well. So that's an opportunity. Like if this looks well, do Abu Dhabi.
1: I love yeah. some of the comments. What this is going to feel weird having a competent analyst at the desk for a pay per view.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Out shots fired. Yeah, I know. But are yeah. they? But he, but here here's the thing though are they wrong though nope I mean it, it probably depends on how you look at it
1: i I like listening to to Carmier I don't mm. like Annick that much
0: Just I kind like, of like Annick he's very excitable especially when it comes like to these like like flash knockouts or things like that
2: yeah he has some really good calls
0: yeah um I would probably say, I, I don't know. I'm not really huge on dominant Cruz, not for anything bad. It's just like, it seems so. It's just whenever he,
2: they pair him with DC, he doesn't do good.
0: Yeah. That, when that, he's that. with like
2: Felder and Bisping, he's good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it has to be like the right combination. Yeah. DC
2: really can true. only be a Rogan because Rogan is the only one that can understand DC's comical stuff right <laughs> like Dominic Cruz is not gonna put up with DC so
0: oh yeah I think we've noticed that a couple of yeah times. so um I think actually you know who, who the dream broadcast team would be for Abu Dhabi Anik Bisping and Senko
2: okay, I would
0: be what 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 what, oh, what what
2: am I I wouldn't mind bisping?
0: Laurel's so confused. Like, I'm not you?
1: confused. I'm I'm a big Joe Rogan fan as an announcer.
0: Well, yeah, I'm saying just because it's an international card, I figure just do all bisping. Right. And right, go we're, so you're we talking a dream team, not
2: oh no, yeah. No, if we're talking strictly yeah. dream team, yeah. Mean, I, I would
0: say yeah for the October card, like that that line be fine, but not I wouldn't say like dream team yet
2: yeah dream team I think you always have to have Rogan on it right
1: <clears throat> well let's see how Sankos do's and see if she makes does do's oh my gosh <laughs> where am I and uh, we'll see if she can make the dream team after this one that's true shots fired challenged
0: <laughs> so we'll all be keeping an eye on that Um We're rooting for her yes we are definitely rooting for her this is a this is a um oh what's the word this is a laura senko stan podcast yes yeah <laughs> but that's all the news i have and i know we don't have a whole lot of fights announced yet i know jordan did mention that there's going to be some youtube thing that'll probably pop up soon but with all that said i think that is all we have for today Unless anyone has anything else.
1: No.
0: Sweet. Oh, mm-hmm. Alright, so I'm going to leave it short here. If you want to join our FKTC group chat, because no one's going to leave questions or comments, unless they want to, but we know they will, uh, you can reach our podcast page at Pod, or you can reach us individually, given that it is safe for work, which it has been, thank you, by reaching Laurel at Rain Basin, Jordan at Jordan T. Lopez. And me, Ty, i 15 But in the meantime, protect your faces from Laurel's kicks. Protect your necks from my throat cuddles. Watch out for Jordan's flying knees. And what's the number one golden rule? Never leave the decision in the hands of the judges. Mm-mm. And we will see you all next week for Noche UFC between... Uh, Alexa Grosso, and Valentina Shujinko, the rematch for the UFC flyweight title. Bye. Peace.